0: Good morning. Welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome back. Today we're talking about what everybody needs to hear, but not necessarily what everybody wants to hear. And I feel like that's kind of the role that I play is a little bit of tough love. This is why Savage is the name of my podcast, right? Because I'm going to give you the tough love, the hard truths, but all of this is in love. And really, I believe that it's our job as women in leadership, as women who have chosen to make an impact, to make a change in the world. It's our job to call people forward. And I want to preface this by saying that this isn't about calling people out. This isn't about cancel culture, none of those kinds of things. This is actually something that goes into every single business that I've ever worked with, regardless of the level, regardless of the experience, and something that is holding people back, not just in their businesses, but also in their lives. And it's such a relevant topic because it really folds into all of your relationships and truly what you're capable to bring to life. So when you started your business and as you continued to run your business, sometimes we forget that... What we bring into our business is ourselves. And this is why I always say that you cannot have professional development without personal development. This is the importance of having a mentor, having guidance who can hold you in both areas, who can address, hey, this is connected to this. And so we're talking about one of those biggest pieces today. We're talking about an element that is conditioned in us as women that is Very much holding us back. So we know that I'm a huge fan of women empowerment. We know that what I believe is possible for change in our world and the impact that we can make. I believe that that movement is driven by women. I believe that when we create wealth, I believe that we do things differently with our wealth. I believe that the future of business, and wealth, and change, and creation is led by women. And in order for us to lead that movement, we are going to have to unlearn and work on some things that we've been conditioned to do with one of those things being our people-pleasing tendencies. And what's interesting is that oftentimes we don't even recognize how people-pleasing is going into our businesses. We don't recognize that we are actively contributing to a cycle or a pattern that is holding us back. Because if we know that, as business owners, we would never say, oh, that's the thing that's holding me back, so I'm going to keep doing it. That is the one thing that we as ambitious, driven women who have a goal, who have a mission, We are the first to step up to the plate and say, I don't want to avoid this. What do I need to solve this? What kind of solutions can can we come up with? And the way that we do that is we do that so often for our businesses. But what we forget is that when we are running a business, when you start, grow, and scale a business, you are the leader, the driver of the ship. And being the driver of that ship, that is a call to personal development. We don't, especially as entrepreneurs, there is no manual. There is lots of leadership trainings. There is tons that we can do for professional development. We can go to school, we can get certifications, but certifications are not always going to cover everything that we need. To be good leaders. And part of what we need to be good leaders is to let go of the people pleasing tendencies. I want you to remember that who you are in your personal life, what you have walked through in your life experience, how you handle things outside of business is also going to be brought into your business. As much as we humans can become experts at suppression and separation and trying to avoid and putting things in certain boxes and feeling like we can put on a certain mask or put on a certain jacket when we walk into different positions, as much as we have perfected this, especially as women, because we think that we need to be somebody that we are not when we enter certain rooms. As much as we have perfected this, what we have not perfected is the reality of we can't separate the two. Unfortunately, you are not two people, but also fortunately, you are not two people. There is the beautiful side of your life experience, the failures that you've had, maybe the trauma that you've endured that leads to and contributes to your success this is my story. I contribute and know that like my story, my personal experience is my greatest asset. The reason why I've been able to build the success that I have today is because I was unafraid and decided to let go of shame. I decided to actively participate in my own success story. I decided that I was no longer going to play small. I was no longer going to hide out of fear of what people may or may not think. And because I made that choice, it has rippled into what is now a beautiful empire of me being able to help women all over the world. But what I recognize in that is that I am still a woman who holds the conditioning of our culture and of our society that is... Rewarded for being quiet, that is rewarded for playing small, that is rewarded based upon what I produce and not who I am. And it's the same for you. And so, knowing that that is a part of who we are, and then also knowing that we have this mission, this drive for something greater, what happens is we carry people pleasing. We carry the desire to make sure that everybody around us is okay before we make sure that we are okay. We carry so much of this into our business. And so the call to action for you today is to no longer see yourself as separate, no longer see your development as separate. Your leadership is only as good as you are. Your leadership is only as good as what you are willing to look at. Yesterday, I had a really hard conversation with a client and she was physically uncomfortable and even verbally expressed that to me. This is very hard for me to talk about. This is an uncomfortable subject. We're bringing some things out that that don't feel good to talk about. But the beautiful thing about that is that at the end of the call, what she felt was the opposite. She felt comfort. She felt peace. She had clarity. She had direction. And so sometimes it's being willing to look in those dark corners, to look in the areas in which you are avoiding that you actually find the most success. If you don't want to hold yourself back from what's possible, you need to look at what you're not looking at. It is easy when you are running a business to focus on the business that makes sense. What is harder is to say, how do I need to pour into myself? What do I need to change? What skills do I need to enhance in order to be a better leader, but also in order to set my business up for sustainability and longevity? We are so quick to rush in and want that instant gratification, that quick dollar without thinking about, is this sustainable for me? Is this what I really want? Is this aligned with my values? We are so quick to, when something is occurring, asking ourselves, okay, is this my fault? Okay, they're, they're having a rough time. I will just take, take this on. And that's why in business, people pleasing will show up as things like micromanaging it will show up in taking things on out of fear of having a conversation. We live in a society now to where we don't have to talk face to face. And that's crazy. There are so many businesses that are running completely remote at this point and that's amazing. But what's being lost in this is the human connection that's necessary and because of that skills are being lost that need to be gained in order to get the sustainability and the longevity that you want for the business. If you don't want to hold yourself back, you need to be able to have hard conversations. You need to be able to approach areas, places, and people and things that are difficult and approach them with confidence and with skill while also being afraid at the same time. People-pleasing shows up in our businesses in a variety of ways. Micromanaging is one of the, the, the best ways that I see. But it's also people will keep employees or contractors, people that are working for them for too long of a period of time, even though they recognize they're either not aligned with the mission of the company, they are not respectful, they're not you know in alignment with the values that you hold, they aren't doing the job that you hired them for. There is, you know, the communication isn't well, the the speed isn't what it needs to be, whatever it is. And instead of approaching that and having a conversation because you're afraid of making them upset, afraid of causing a ripple, you ignore and avoid which then causes a bigger problem, which then puts it back on you as the CEO. And before you know it, you're doing admin tasks that you're not even supposed to be doing. You're involving yourself in things that you've worked so hard to pull yourself out of. That's why you created the team. And so today, the important thing here for you to take is asking yourself, how is people pleasing showing up in my business? I wanna give you some examples That are really, really common for my clients and professional, very successful, very powerful women. We elevate these women and we see these women, they're like, they have all of their shit together. They don't, because I work with them and they don't, and because I'm one of them and we don't. So let me just clarify that for you. But this is how you know if you are people pleasing as a business owner. The biggest way is you have a lack of boundaries. And one of the things that I do with my private mentorship clients is we implement new standards and then we implement boundaries to hold those standards. And to be honest with you, this is terrifying for a lot of people because we have been raised in so much scarcity and there's so much fear about what's going to be lost versus what's going to be gained. And so this is a hard part of the process, but this is honestly, one of the most important parts of the process, because if we can pull back, I can't say it enough. When you started your business, you didn't want to start your business to make a million dollars in a year and then be done. You wanted to set up for sustainability, for long-term gain, for long-term impact. And so that requires making choices that are setting you up for longevity. You cannot run yourself into the ground. You cannot overwork yourself. You cannot live chronically in burnout and stress and overwhelm. And so having a lack of boundaries is why business owners get there so quickly, because there is this determination to succeed. I know it. I have it. I feel it. It is mine as well. And so if we do not have some sort of boundaries in place, we will burn ourselves out. We will be stressed all the time. But a lack of boundaries as a business owner because of your people pleasing is a completely different topic because what we're talking about is we're talking about there's things like being taken advantage of by your employees or by your clients. And this works both ways. But a lack of boundaries in your work is a sure sign that you are actively participating in people-pleasing. You don't always have to be on. You don't always have to be trying to get ahead because that mindset in itself, once I do this and I have this in place, then I can, then I can take a break, then I can work less, then I can... Or the help that I want, whatever excuse you're telling yourself, that never comes because you're repeating a pattern. You're teaching yourself this is how our brains work. Every time you repeat that pattern, habit, thing, phrase, whatever it is, that becomes more ingrained in your brain. And so by believing that your success is going to be built by you always being on, by you responding in 14.2 seconds. And or you having the lack of boundaries, you being always on, you being always trying to get ahead, then that's what you will believe is how you will continue to build your success, which is what we were trying to break. We're trying to create a business that is rising, revenue that is rising at the same time. You know what else is improving? Your quality of life. A lack of boundaries stems from people pleasing, which is rooted in fear. And you cannot enhance your quality of life without boundaries. Another way that people pleasing shows up really commonly for my clients is a fear of raising their prices or raising their standards. Like I said, that is something that is a necessary part of business. When you start, there is that initial kind of I'll take whatever. I'm I'm in hustle mode. I'm doing what I can. I'm determined to make this work. And then as you start to perfect your skill, as you start to realize the clients you love working with, as you start to realize this is my craft, as as you start to really hone in on your space and what your place is in your industry and becoming that authority in your industry, if you don't raise and evolve, if you don't raise your standards, your your business won't evolve. And this is why I'm saying that it's easy for us to think about where we don't hold our business back because we have a growth plan. We have the services, we have the offers, the data, the numbers make sense. Awesome, that's great that you have that. There's a whole other piece that you're not looking at though and that's what we're talking about today. If you don't have the boundaries in place, if you're afraid of raising your prices, If you're afraid of putting in, you know, implementing new hours that you're available. If you're afraid of cutting back on the hours that you work, if you're afraid of making changes that are a required part of your evolution of the business, your business doesn't evolve. Once again, rooted in people pleasing. If I'm not available for them all the time, if I raise my rates, I will leave people behind. This is not the case. There is no business that is now what it was once it started. There is no business that charges the same amount of money now as they did when they started. So a lot of women are holding them back because they're afraid of implementing changes in the company that are actually going to be better for the long term. We have to get out of the short term focus mindset. This instant gratification that we're seeking. What would you change in your business and in your life if you knew that you were going to feel better, enjoy your life, and continue to rise? What if instead of making the goal a million dollars in six months, or $2 million in a year, or $5 million in a year, what if it was? million over the course of three years. But with that came peace, joy, fulfillment, time for yourself, time with your family. What if we started actively thinking about the long term vision? So many people have five and 10 year growth plans and visions and things they want to accomplish, but who do you want to be when you're walking through it? What is your life? What do you want your life to look like when you are building that? This is the side that people aren't looking at. And this is why people are being held back. This is why people get stuck at certain income levels because they're afraid to evolve. They're afraid to look at the other side of their leadership to where it's like you cannot sustain working Sixty hours a week. you cannot sustain answering emails at five in the morning till nine at night. You cannot sustain that. And so thinking about what can I sustain, what is realistic? Because if you can sustain, you can win. If you can sustain, you can win. There are ways that you can sustain, right? There's a slow jog all the way to the finish. There is times to push and time to pull back. But what is required in either of those things is a notice of the speed that you are traveling. You cannot full out sprint for a long period of time. There's a reason for that. And so stop trying to long term sprint in your company and not thinking about your quality of life, your boundaries, and your standards. So, those are just a few of the ways. Another thing that I see running right alongside of this that people pleasing is holding you back is you're sacrificing your mental and or your physical well-being. It's interesting because being an entrepreneur since 2011, I've witnessed so much. I often say I feel like the grandma in this industry especially because I've seen so many trends come and go. And it's just like, I stay in this mode of observation and knowing, you know, I'm going to continue to evolve. I bring it something different to the table, but it's very, it's always really funny to me to see how easily people get lost in the sauce to where when you're running a business, it's exciting. It's exciting to lead. It's exciting to live your passion. It's exciting to know that you are actively walking in your purpose. It's exciting. And so it's easy to prioritize that. And then you meet that with scarcity and you meet that with people pleasing. And then it's like the business, the clients, the everything else, couple that with, if you're a mom, you meet that. And where, where are you? Where are you? I've watched people have mental breakdowns, frequent panic attacks. Anxiety so bad that it creates insomnia, chronic stress that shows up and manifests physically in health problems, overwhelm so crippling that their business starts to decline. What if you implement the change of this is a priority? That's why I will literally die on this hill. Screaming from the rooftops that you are your biggest priority in your business. You are the greatest asset for your business. If there is no you, if you are not taking care of you, you are going to decline mentally and or physically at some point, and you're going to blow up. You're not a robot. You are a human. So people pleasing is in your business, in a lack of boundaries a fear of raising your standards, putting your mental and your physical health on the back burner, micromanaging instead of communicating, and also keeping people in any sort of relationship, but specifically for the business today, keeping employees in your business that are not a good fit for your business. Sometimes it's not about people being a good person or a bad person. It's about Are they a good fit for where we're going and what we're doing? But if you're constantly trying to please everybody around you and you have a deep fear of rocking the boat, then you aren't going to get where you want to go. That's part of being a trailblazer. That's part of being a change maker is that it is glorious and beautiful and incredible. And it is also really fucking hard. It is really challenging. to be the the face of a company, to be the face of a mission and know that there's going to be some difficulties. There's going to be some hard conversations. What I recommend for you to do is start thinking about these areas that I've talked about today. Are there people in your company right now that are not a good fit and you're just holding on to them because it's harder to find somebody new? Are there systems or processes in place in the company that are old that are holding you back? Are there boundaries and standards that need to be set that you are afraid to set because you are afraid of letting people down, leaving people behind? These are questions that you need to ask yourself. What's important here is that we recognize that we all have this, especially as women, and that we do bring it into the business. I know and teach how to enhance communication and have hard conversations that are beneficial for your long-term gain. And I still will recognize I still get a pit in my stomach. I still am like, this is uncomfortable having this conversation. I do it anyways. But actively avoiding what is necessary for the evolution of you and your business and knowing that those two things are connected, it's so important. You can't avoid the dark corners. You can't avoid problems that need to be fixed. If it was a client, if it was a family member, if anybody came to you and asked for help or guidance, you would give it to them. And so how are you giving that to yourself? If you want to stop holding yourself back, if you want to stop holding your business back, like that's kind of, that's a tough pill to swallow. And that's why I started this by saying, I want to give you some tough love today because it's one thing when we recognize we're holding ourselves back from like personal development and, you know, we're so quick to focus on our business and the growth in that arena that it's like, okay, well, I'm holding myself back. Okay, well, yes, I need to do that. I need to I need to look at that area, but I don't really wanna look at that right now. So let's just focus, let's focus on the business. That's something I can control. The growth of that, the plan for that, that's something that I can control, right? But if you aren't looking at you, you are carrying the people pleasing into the business. And let's also think about, Leading by example. As soon as we have a problem in the business, as soon as there is something wrong with a client, as soon as there's a fire, you're the first one to rush and want to put it out. Do you do that for yourself? You can't continue to suppress because you're not contributing to your team. You're not leading by example. And that's the tough pill to swallow is that there is only so far that you can get with. Just focusing on data and systems and processes. There has to be focus on humanity and personal development. If not, you're going to keep yourself in the same place. So I'm curious to know which of these people-pleasing practices are you, which one was triggering for you? Which of these people-pleasing tendencies has shown up in your business? How many of them are currently in your business? What are the uncomfortable areas that you need to look at? And then, do you understand now that yes, we have been conditioned as women to bring this people pleasing? We are people pleasers. Let's just accept that. Knowing that, what are you going to do with it so that you don't continue to bring it into your business? You have to be able to. See fear, understand that you're afraid, and then proceed with the things that need to be done. You have to be able to have hard conversations. You have to be able to raise your standards and evolve as a woman, as a CEO, as a leader, and as a company. And you have to have boundaries in place that protect those new standards. And if you are unwilling to do these things because you are afraid, then you will keep yourself stuck what I recognize is this kind of work is so multifaceted and that's why so many people don't do it. And this is why when we think about growth of the business, where our brains go to is the strategic, is the data, is the processes, is the offers, it's the services, it's the, the things that we feel like we can control. But what if I were to tell you that the growth of your business consistently The setup of your business for sustainability and longevity, so that you can enhance the quality of your life while raising your revenue, is dependent on you being willing to work on your conditioning, to work on unlearning certain behaviors and patterns. It is dependent on you being willing to learn how to, because this is foreign to us prioritize yourself as a woman. And from there, it is about implementing. We go straight into action, but there's work that has to be done before that. And if you are somebody who wants to create this, you want to continue to sustain the growth that you've had as a business. And you want to be able to stack on top of that. But what happens is you're recognizing I don't want to do this in the way that I have. My quality of life has suffered. I've put myself on the back burner. There are, I'll be honest with you guys. I've worked with million and multi-million dollar business owners a lot. Y'all think they have it all put together. It's messy back there. It's okay. We all have our stuff, right? And so sometimes what's required to look in those dark corners of yourself And how you need to grow and look in the business and what needs to be changed to be more efficient, to be optimized, to be set up for the long term. What we need there is something really, really simple. And it's called accountability. The reason why you get shit done is because you know that there's somebody holding you accountable on the other side. And that is one of the most silly, simple things that is incredible about mentorship. Because you have a person that's in the shit with you. You have a person that's creating the plan that is that is witnessing your discomfort and willing to continue to call you forward because that's what this is about. It's about continued forward momentum and continued forward momentum cannot just be measured in continued revenue growth. It has to be continued enhancement of the quality of your life. So if you want to stop holding yourself back, you need to be willing to look in these areas. And if you want to actually look, not just look in these areas, but actually develop new ways of being and doing inside and outside of the business so that you can enhance the quality of your life while also raising your revenue, what you're going to have to do is we're going to have to have a conversation. So my private mentorship is very exclusive. It's for an elite level experience for an elite level woman. It has been set up over almost 12 years of entrepreneurship and working with women in different industries and in different ways and me coaching in different industries and having the experience and bringing that all to the table so that I can help you. And it's incredible because let me tell you why, because this is a full business business And life transformation because they are connected, as we've talked about. What happens is you become a new level of woman. And when I say new level, that's super generic. So let me tell you exactly what I mean by that. You learn new skills, tools, techniques, and practices that will allow for more fulfillment, more happiness, more joy, more peace, more presence because these are the things that if we peel back the layers on what we're seeking in our business if we think about what we have this idea that we want to create with the business we want to make a big impact and we want to make a lot of money so that we can do whatever we want but that part of us doing and being whoever we want and the enjoyment of life is lost because we're so ambitious and the problem here is that we think we have to sacrifice one or the other so when i say a new level of woman, I mean that you will show up differently in every single room that you walk into because you have a new level of confidence because you are actively taking care of yourself mentally and physically. You have tools and the schedule and the the, the boundaries that create that possibility because for some, it feels impossible. And inside the business, we are Restructuring so that it is set up for sustainability and longevity. We are looking and identifying gaps that you can't see because you're in the business. I can see them though. We're figuring out solutions on how we can close those gaps, on how we can make things more efficient, on how people in your team can work smarter, not harder. This is such an important step for you to take. If you are a business owner who wants to continue to grow, especially if you are at that level where you have a few team members, the the revenue is scaling and you're recognizing you're constantly feeling stretched, you're, you're really prioritizing the business, but you really want to live your life. This is the place for you. So we're going to look at everything in your life. And then we're going to look at everything in your business your services, your offers, your pricing, your boundaries, the workflows of everything. And then we're going to look at the same thing in your life because once again, they are connected. You can lay out a beautiful business plan. Anybody can tell you, here's some professional development. Here's a strategic plan of growth. Wonderful. But if you don't have time, if you're sleeping four hours a night, you're not going to complete it. You can't implement. And so we have to make sure that we're looking at the foundation, which is you, and putting you in a place to where you can innovate, you can create, you can feel good, you can run your company from that place. And that's what creates change, which is beautiful because there is a whole culture change that occurs with this inside your company because of what is occurring with you. Think about how you show up in a room and in a conversation when you feel good versus when you're tired, you're stressed, you're overwhelmed. You can only fake it for so long. So if you want to reach the potential that your company has and you want to reach that potential, but you want to do it in a way that is unlike the way that you built that business with the hustle and the self-sacrifice and the putting yourself on the back burner. If you want to spend more time with your family, more time with yourself, if you want to feel better in your body and in your mind, this is what my private mentorship is for. I hope that you can recognize these areas in which you are actively participating in people-pleasing, and I hope that you can knowingly see that that is there, your awareness is turned on, and now it's time to implement change. What do you want to do with that now that you recognize that's there? And if we want to implement change, we have to actively choose something different and we have to actively choose something different repeatedly, which is where the accountability aspect comes in. So I hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. Please send me any questions that you have. I would love to hear your thoughts on, wow, I didn't realize that this was people pleasing. I didn't realize I was doing this in my company and I didn't even know that that's what it was rooted in. But there's so much fear and we have to be able to not eliminate fear because that's impossible. But what we can do is we can have fear and not let fear dictate the choice, right? See the fear, do it anyways. So thank you guys so much for being here, for listening. Send me all of your questions. My DMs are always open. There is just one spot open for private mentorship. You will go on the wait list. And so I would recommend that even if you're wanting to start in a few months or down the line that, you know, the wait list, it's always first come first serve. So make sure you get your application in there and we can talk about if you are a good fit and what that looks like for you. So thank you again for listening, for being here. And I look forward to helping continue to helping you guide yourself into a more enhanced elevated version of yourself so that you can lead your business from a different place. So thank you guys again for being here. If you are a CEO or entrepreneur, I want to invite you into a space that's unlike anything out there. CEO Power Hour is a free monthly live experience that you can join in person or virtually to get your questions answered to fulfill the desires for your business. Inside this room, you bring your biggest goal, the obstacles you are experiencing, or anything you want my expertise, eyes, and ears on this guidance along with the ideas and inspiration from other powerful women allows you to be fully immersed in the energy of being supported and learn in a completely new way so that you can expand your business and your life to the next level. I created CEO power hour to bring together powerful business owners for connection, collaboration, and coaching. This is your invitation and it's free The link is in the show notes. So I hope to see you at our next monthly meeting.